What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What is going on, friends and family? My name is Nick Person. I'm one of the pastors here in New Vision, and I'm so glad you have joined us as we continue to read and journey through God's Word. Today, we're going to be in Judges chapter 15. I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 20, and I know it's a long, large chunk of scripture, but I'm telling you, it is definitely interesting. And so if you haven't been with us often, or maybe you're just now joining us, we are going to read the passage in its entirety. Then I'm going to kind of give some, some kind of insights and some takeaways so that we can better navigate together and reflect Christ better. And so I'll be reading out of the CSB version. So you find that I, it's not kind of being read exactly how yours reads, just know I'm reading out of the CSB that might read a little bit differently than yours if you're reading NIV or ESV or something like that. And so here we go. Judges chapter 15, beginning in verse 1. Let's go. Later on, during the wheat harvest, Samson took a young goat as a gift and visited his wife. I want to go to my wife in her room. He said, but her father would not let him enter. I was sure you hated her, her father said, so I gave her to one of the men who accompanied you. Isn't her younger sister more beautiful than she? Why not take her instead? This is not something a husband who has just come off the field wants to hear. And also, as a dad myself, I probably shouldn't say something about, hey, the younger daughter is definitely prettier than the older daughter. That's not something you say out loud. Anyways, Simpson said to them, this time I will be blameless when I harm the Philistines. So he went out and caught 300 foxes. He took torches, turned the foxes tail to tail, and put a torch between each pair of tails. The brother's pretty ingenious. Then he ignited the torches and released the foxes into the standing grain of the Philistines. He burnt the piles of grain and the standing grain, as well as the vineyards and the olive groves. Then the Philistines asked, who did this? They were told it was Samson, the Temanite son-in-law because he took Samson's wife and gave her to his companion. So the Philistines went to her and her father and burned them to death. Then Samson told them, because you did this, I swear that I won't rest until I have taken vengeance on you. He tore them limb to limb and then went down and stayed in the cave at the rock of Edom. The Philistines went up, camped in Judea and raided Lehi. So the man of Judea said, why have you attacked us? They replied, we have come to tie Samson up and pay him back. For what he did to us. Then 3,000 men of Judea went to the cave of the rock of Edom, and they asked Samson, Don't you realize that the Philistines rule us? What have you done to us? I have done to them what they did to me, he answered. They said to him, We've come to you up, we've come to tie you up and hand you over to the Philistines. Then Samson told them, Swear to me that you yourselves won't kill me. No, they said, we won't kill you, but we will tie you up and securely, securely and hand you over to them. So they tied him up with two new ropes and led him away from the rock. When he came to Lehi, the Philistines came to meet him, shouting, The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully on him, and the ropes that were on his arms and wrists became like burnt flax and fell off. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey. <laughs> he reached out in his hand and took it and killed a thousand men with it. Then Samson said, with the jawbone of a donkey, I have piled them into heaps. 
with the jawbone of a donkey, I have killed a thousand men. When he finished speaking, he threw away the jawbone and named that place Ramah Lehi. He became very thirsty and called out to the Lord, You have accomplished this great victory through your servant. Must I now die of thirst and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised? So God put a hollow place in the ground at Lehi, and water came out of it. After Samson drank, his strength returned, and he revived. That is why he named it En Hakor, which is still in Lehi today. And he judged Israel 20 years in the days of the Philistine. Okay, we can all admit that something pretty crazy is going on, right? I mean, this is, this is not normal. This is a crazy story. So Samson comes home after being out. He has a goat for his wife. It's like a welcome home present. I guess it would be the equivalent of us taking our wives flowers, fellas. And he goes home and his father-in-law says, hey, I didn't think you wanted to be with your wife anymore. So I gave her to one of your companions. Sorry, bro. Well, of course, this does not make Samson happy. And he goes, you know what? I am justified in my anger. I'm about to set this place on fire. And that is just what he does. He ties foxes' tails together, he puts torches between the tails, and he lights their harvests and their vineyards on fire. You might be going, why would he respond in this way? You have to think about it like this. Samson was going home so his family could thrive. And in honesty, you could say that he was going home for a family harvest, that him and his wife, he had hoped that they would produce some children and have a big, loving family. But then... That was not able to happen. So because his family was not allowed to, to have a harvest, he wasn't going to allow the Philistines to have a harvest. And that's why he set everything on fire. Here's also what's interesting, something I noticed. Whenever I'm angry, when I found with Samson, whenever Samson gets angry and doesn't think, sometimes there's, there's all kinds of repercussions to those actions. And so when I'm angry and I act in the midst of my anger, it typically doesn't end well. So for all of us, a good thing to practice is to pause before we respond, especially when we're angry. Pause before we respond. And then the Philistines are going like, why? Who attacked us? And they find out that it's Samson. They find out why they were attacked and they go and remedy the problem. So they think. Then they go to Judea and they attack these people of Judea and go, hey, Samson attacked us. Samson is a thorn in our side. That is why we are attacking you. And then you see that these people of Judea go down to the cave in which Samson is staying and they go, hey man, we have to tie you up and we have to give you to the Philistines because of your actions. It is wreaking havoc on our lives. Notice this. Samson was given to the nation of Judea as a gift from God to set them free from the Philistines. And now these people of Judea are given this gift, which should have been a blessing back to their enemies. Isn't that crazy that this blessing that they were given, they're giving it back. They're not stewarding it well. And as I look at the, these people of Judea, I go, man, how, how come you're not stewarding your blessing? Well, unfortunately I feel the conviction of the Holy spirit to go, Nick, are you stewarding the blessings of God well in your own life? I was trying to pick on the Philistines. I'm trying to pick on the people of Judea. I'm not trying to get picked on myself, but here we are. And the question for you, are you stewarding the blessing of God the way that he intended you to steward it? So they hand them over to the Philistines. And then we see something amazing happen. It says that the spirit of God came upon 
Samson. And he used a jawbone and he took out a thousand Philistines. See, we see in the Old Testament that the Spirit of God will come upon people in order to do something supernatural. But now in the New Testament church, the church we're in today, we have the Spirit of a living God within us. We have the very Spirit of God that indwells us, that doesn't just come upon us, but indwells us. And so because of that, because we have the Spirit of a living God within us, we are able to do all that God has called us to do because He has empowered us to do so. And so you see that God is able to use Samson and whatever was in his hands to bring about victory. And I would say that the Lord is still able to do that today. The Lord is willing and able to use whatever you have in order for his glory and for your good. But you have to be willing to let him use it. And then we see that Samson has short-term memory loss. He's like, did you bring me out here to die of thirst? I know you just used me in a great way, but did you bring me to die out here? Of course he did not bring him out here to die. That's a silly question. Of course he didn't do that. That's not what happened. But yet, Samson forgot. And how often do we forget? And then God does something in God's goodness and grace. He provides a crack in the ground in order for Samson to drink and to be revived. As I read that, I'm reminded that we have God's word that is a well, that if we are willing to drink of it and drink from it until we are full, we too will be revived as well. So often I'm walking around deplenished and I need a replenishing, but yet I'm not going to the very well that never runs dry. Let us today go to the well. Let us today go to the well that never runs dry so that we can be restored and replenish and let us not forget that if God has been faithful in the past, he's going to be faithful in the present and he's going to be faithful in the future. So I encourage you drink from this well so that you can be replenished and restored and hear me, your coworkers, your friends, your family, the person at Chick-fil-A, the person at American Eagle, the person you come in contact to on the highway, they don't need someone who is deplenished and limping. They need someone who has been replenished by the word and the spirit of God. That's what they need. Because once we're replenished, we are better able to represent the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And remember, you're an ambassador. That's who you are in Christ. And so for us in Christ, the best way to represent the king is to reflect the king by looking upon him and drinking from the well that never runs dry. So may you do that today. And I hope that as you walk this out today, that you will see the impact, that the Lord will give you a glimpse of the impact that you are making for his kingdom. Know that the king goes before you, know that the king is in your midst, know that the king has your back. And I pray today that you can reflect the kingdom well that you will run and not grow weary, and that you too will mount up with wings like eagles. Y'all be blessed, and I hope that you will join us back here tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Talk to y'all soon. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.